So let's go ahead and get started. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being here for another episode of Intuitive and Inspired. Thank you so much. You know that every Thursday I'm going live at 10 a.m. Eastern time for another episode of the Intuitive and Inspired podcast. This is a podcast about healthy relationships and dating. And I'm your host, Jessica, self-love and relationship coach, and I'm specialized in emotional intelligence. Here, my intention is to hold a safe space and to give us this opportunity to discuss all things romance, dating, relationships, within the context specifically of mindfulness and self-awareness. And so here it's topics that are focused on growth mindset and basically cultivating a deeper sense of love for oneself and for others. So if you're ready for an incredible intentional conversation, let's go ahead and dive right in. For today, the subject that I wanna specifically talk about is on healing codependency, what to do when somebody just doesn't care as much about you as you care about them. So what do you do when they don't care as much about you as you do about them? This is a really interesting and challenging and tricky subject because there's a lot involved here. So if you're in a situation, whether that is a romantic relationship or whether that is a friendship or a professional relationship where you feel like you've invested so much in it and you just give more than you feel like you receive in return, you feel like you are empty or like you're over-investing, for example, romantically, and the person or the partner that you're interested in doesn't give you that much back. If you feel like you've ever been in a friendship where it feels unbalanced because you're the one who's always texting, asking the person if they want to hang out, asking if they're free, trying to make plans with them. If you struggle, for example, to list out the names of five people who you know that you can trust that those people will be there to support you if you're not feeling okay. So if that is a difficult task to think of for you to list out five people minimum that you know that if you were in a crisis or if you needed something, if you needed support or for someone to be there for you or to listen to you, and if you can't think of those five names because you feel like you don't have those people you can count on or rely on, then this episode is perfect for you. All of these, whether it's feeling unbalanced romantically, whether it's feeling like in a friendship, you're the one who's always texting to hang out, all of these things are signs that there's an unbalanced energy dynamic between the giver and the receiver. And so when we say healing codependency, it doesn't mean anything specific in terms of how much energy is being given or how much is being received, but it doesn't mean that there's a lack of balance, right? And so codependency basically comes from a place of someone who is finding themselves consistently in these energy dynamics and is having a challenging time understanding how to transition out of them. So just to really quickly start off, understanding that overexertion and overgiving leads very quickly to emotional burnout. And so emotional burnout is basically where those dynamics are so unbalanced for such a long period of time that you end up feeling like you are depleted. And so for your own filling your own emotional cup, you're not able to consistently refill that in a way that's consistent and it ends up leading to burnout. And so if you are constantly in friendships where you are the one who's reaching out, where you're the one who's trying to schedule events or hangouts and where you're not feeling that reciprocity, it does lead to burnout. If you are constantly in romantic relationships or situations where you feel like you overinvest and where you give so much, you give 110% of yourself, but the other person gives 60% of themselves, right? All of these things accumulate and they do end up leading to overexertion and to burnout. And so basically, how do we end up preventing 
touching that and how do we not allow that to happen or not to get to that point? Not even close to that point because you're already putting these practices in place where you don't get to that point. So what can you do? The first wonderful thing to do if you're ever in this situation is to start by understanding the other person's role. Now, this is the easier part. Understanding the other person's role is an easier part because generally it's a lot easier for us to look at someone else and to be able to say, oh, well, this is exactly what they're doing wrong, right? And so right and wrong is a concept. However, it's a lot easier to look at someone else and be able to say, well, they are not responding to me quickly enough. They are ghosting me. They are not giving me as much in the friendship or the partnership as I'm giving them. So there's an importance with understanding what is their role, right? And there can be a lot of validity to that. You can ask yourself this question, are they genuinely causing you harm? So by what they're doing, are they actively and genuinely causing you harm or not? So just start by checking on yourself and asking yourself that. So doing a check-in and understanding, okay, is the fact that they consistently five times in a row, I have seen that every time I message this person, they don't respond immediately. They take a very long time to respond. They don't seem very enthusiastic about hanging out with me or about meeting up with me. They, let's say they respond only with a one word text message, like yes, sure, nope, or a thumbs up emoji or something like that, right, for example. And so these are all examples where you can look at the situation and objectively say, okay, objectively, this is the situation that I'm in. And I've seen with consistency and objectivity that those are the responses that I get from this person, regardless of whether it is within a friendship or within a romantic interest or someone that you're interested in dating, right? You track that with consistency and you can see, okay, every time that I either try to hang out with this person or this family member, or every time that I want to go on a date with this person, whoever it is, I'm consistently getting no effort. I'm consistently getting zero effort. And so that's the first part. The first part is understanding what is that other person's role? Are they consistently giving little to no effort? Are they consistently canceling last minute, which is showing a lack of attention towards your planning or towards you trying to hang out with them or see them or date them, right? So that's the first step, the easy step. The second step is a little bit more challenging. This second step is understanding your role. And so understanding your role basically means that you are stopping to ask yourself the hard questions. To ask yourself the hard questions, that basically means ask yourself, why am I giving more than I feel like I'm receiving in this dynamic? So if it's with a family member, if it's with a best friend, if it's with a partner or a person you're dating, stop first and ask yourself, what role am I playing in this dynamic? Why am I giving? And why am I continuing to put myself in situations where I actually feel like I'm overgiving? And so ask yourself and honestly answer these questions. See if you can honestly come up with an answer as to where that's coming from. And so again, like I said, this is the harder part. It's very easy for us to look at an outside situation and see the other person and be like, oh, well, they're toxic. They're ghosting right? They're not putting in effort. I'm putting in more effort. But ask yourself, why am I putting in so much effort? What am I trying to prove to myself or to others? What am I trying to prove to this person? What do I need to prove to myself by doing this? What am I hoping or even expecting to get in return, right? 
is there possibly a reason that you continue to be in contact with friends who act like that or friends who treat you like that? Is there possibly a reason that you find yourself consistently dating or going on dates with people who interact with you like that? And so could there be that reason? What might that be? And so understand that and explore that more. I really invite you to take that journey because that is quite an interesting step into your self-exploration and into finally being able to heal these parts of codependency. Now, one of the things that I can share is that from understanding that and observing that for myself, and this might come up for you, if you do take the step and ask yourself these hard questions, one of the things that I noticed is that I was giving in certain situations or friendships or contexts with an expectation of getting something in return. And what was that something? It was very sneaky, it was very subtle. It was really hard to notice. And for the longest time, I would say things like, no, no, I'm not expecting anything in return, right? Or I'm just a generous and giving person, which can be true as well. However, there was a subconscious expectation for something in return. And that was the person's time or the person's attention or the person, if I help them, then the next time that I need help, they will be there for me, right? And so I was giving from a place of having very subtle expectations that I didn't even notice. And I was expecting to get things in return, right? And so ask yourself that and see how honest you can be with yourself about what you are expecting in return and why you are finding yourself in unbalanced situations, especially if this is a theme or a pattern that you have seen throughout your dating history, throughout your friendship history. If you feel like you're always in situations where your friends don't value you as much as you value them, where a partner or a person you're dating does not value you as much as you value them. If you're always in situations where you are the overgiver and where the other person, like I said, only gives 60 or 70% and you give 110%. And so be brave and I invite you to take that chance and to, to ask yourself those questions. And fundamentally, it's come back to the understanding of are you giving from a place of love or from a place of resentment? A lot of the time I see that people give from a place of, like I said, resenting or wanting something in return, instead of from a place of authentically saying, I'm giving and I have no expectations for anything back. Now, when you can an answer those questions for yourself and when you can be honest, it makes it so much easier to then identify the other person's role too. And when you can have this self-compassion with you and start with yourself, you can then begin to see the people in my life that I'm either friends with or I have a relationship with who are not genuinely causing you harm or not maliciously causing you harm, but maybe they're going through a challenging or a busy or a transitionary phase in their life, right? We don't know what's going on in anyone's life at any point unless we're there with them or unless we ask them or we check in and we seek to know. But other than that, Maybe there are people that have either not responded back to you or that have fallen out of touch with you, that it feels like you care more about them than they do about you because they're either going through a big move or a massive transition or a career shift or even a wedding, right? Planning a wedding or having an experience or something massive in their life is changing. And so they have a lot less time and energy right now to give to your friendship or to your relationship. Maybe they're going through a really tough life challenge. Maybe they're having a very difficult emotional time. And maybe by you reaching out, you can see instead of reaching out from a place of guilting them and from a place of, hey, where have you been for the past three months or whatever it is, you can reach out from a place of kindness or from a place of concern. 
right? How have things been going for you? How's your son or your daughter doing? I know they were sick last week. Are they okay? I, I'm here if you need anything. I'm here if you would like any, you know, support, etc. And if they answer you back, then that's great. And if they don't, then okay, clearly they have something else going on, right? But when you start to ask yourself these questions, you can actually start to gauge which of these situations are genuinely causing me harm. Like the example of someone who just ghosts or someone who's just not caring, someone who only responds with like a thumbs up emoji, right? Someone who doesn't even have the time to write you a full sentence, things like that. Being difficult to deal with, being harmful or not being very nice to deal with versus a close connection that you have that maybe is just going through a really hard time or the person's going through a massive life transition, like moving, relocating to a new city, to a new state, to a new country, whatever it is. And so when you start to ask yourself, well, why am I giving? Why am I messaging this person right now? Why do I want this person to hang out with me or to go on a date with me? What do I want to get out of this? What is my objective? Do I have an end goal? Do I have a type of objective that I'm looking to get towards? When you start to ask yourself these questions, then you can start to understand what your motivation is for wanting that connection. And when you can understand your motivations for wanting that connection, it takes you out of a state of being in a codependency towards someone else's validation or towards someone else's time and attention. Codependency basically just comes from the root of, I need this in order to feel okay. I need this person's time. I need this person's attention. I need this person to notice me. I need this person to message me back. I need this person to schedule to hang out with me. I need this person to want to date me. I need this person to be my partner in order for me to be or to feel okay. Codependency basically is coming from a place of attaching so strongly to other people and forging attachments from a place of need and want and clinging and not from a place of love and giving and authenticity, which feels good, right? And so when we're giving from a place of love and detachment and servitude, it's just not the same type of feeling or the same type of energy as having connections with people from a place that is expecting something, from a place that is wanting something, from a place that is hoping that because I did this, then they'll be more interested in me or they'll feel more attracted to me, or maybe they'll schedule to hang out with me again later in the month, whatever it is. And so asking yourself those questions is really the big takeaway from today's episode. When you're ever in a situation where you ask yourself, why don't they care as much about me as I do about them? Or if you've noticed yourself in these patterns of, yeah, but I just, I just seem to keep on going on dates or dating, being in relationships or having friendships even with people who just don't care as much about me as I do about them. I'm so caring. I'm so giving, right? I show up for them. And I've worked with people who've been in this situation before with clients who have very literally told me stories in terms of, well, I would go so far out of my way for this person if they needed help or if they needed something from me. I'd be willing to drive an hour and a half across city to across the city to make sure that I go to their house and to make sure that they're okay. But then when I have a moment or when I have a difficult challenge, they can't even pick up the phone to talk to me for five minutes, for example. And so if you're someone finding yourself in that situation, walking through these steps will help you gauge and understand a bit better or a bit deeper. What's the other person's role? Is this a consistent pattern and trend? 
that I'm aware of, but I'm choosing to ignore because I've noticed consistently over weeks or over months that this person's behavior is consistently not attentive. And if that's the case, why do I continue to ignore that and pretend like if I keep trying, they will start paying attention to me? So understanding their role, understanding your role, which is, well, why am I feeding into this dynamic? What am I expecting to get in return? Why do I keep on fueling this vicious cycle instead of breaking out of it? Because by continuing to be in this cycle, I'm basically supporting it by doing what I'm doing and then by feeling sorry for myself. And I'm speaking from experience, okay? By doing what I'm doing and then by feeling sorry for myself because people aren't giving back to me in the ways that I want to be given to and understanding my role in that too. And then you can gauge from there how you want to move forward and you can gauge from there. Is this relationship with this person, with this friend, with this family member, with this partner, whoever it is, is this relationship something that's genuinely worth me continuing to invest my time and my energy in? Or is this relationship something that really it is just honestly not? Right now, it is just not worth my time. Right now, it, it honestly is not worth the energy. It's not worth the time. And so needing to be honest with yourself about that once you understand the context is what will release you from that situation of ever feeling like you're in a dynamic with someone who doesn't care as much about you as you do about them. When you can ask yourself those questions and answer them honestly, you will not again be in this experience of being with anyone, any friend, any colleague, any partner who you feel like cares less about you than you care about them. Because you'll be able to objectively assess it. And when it's at a point where you see that it's something that you don't have that time or that energy to continue to fuel or sustain, you will be able to understand that and you'll be able to eliminate where you need to or to no longer engage where you need to or to tie some loose ends wherever you need to. And so that is it for today's episode. And that is it for the first of the series of healing codependency, just of understanding better how we can show up for ourselves. So we're not seeking attention or validation outside from others by accident, right? And it's something subtle. It's something subconscious. It's something we have to work on very attentively. But as long as you're able to ask yourself these questions, you're off to an incredible start. And so thank you so much for your time with me today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for showing up. Honestly, it is a privilege for me to be a part of your day. And so at whatever point you were either live streaming with me or you're listening to this recording afterwards, it is honestly a privilege for me to be a part of your day. And so wherever you're listening from, thank you. And just understand and know that I appreciate you trusting me and I appreciate you spending this moment with me today. And so thank you. If you do have about 60 seconds for wherever you're streaming from to give this podcast episode a like and to leave me a review, that means so much to me. It helps others find out about the show too. And it helps me to know what you love about the show. So I can continue to do more about that. And I can continue to grow and develop that too. So thank you. I would appreciate that so, so much. Also, if you actually know a friend or a loved one who might benefit from what we talked about in today's episode, I invite you to take a moment now to share this episode link with them. Word of mouth and sending a message through text or sharing a link with someone is such a powerful way for people to find out about the podcast because we trust the people in our lives, right? And so if you know a friend or a family member that trusts you and they trust you enough to the point that if you recommend something that could be helpful to them, then they're gonna trust your word for that too. And so 
even if it helps anyone in any way, that is already just such an incredible gift. And always, as always, you can find me and DM me or message me directly if you have ideas, if you have topics, if you have questions that you want to ask more about. You can find me on Instagram at Jessica underline compassion underline coach and on Facebook and YouTube just with my name. So my full name with Jessica Ashley Steele. And so on there, you can be more in direct contact with me if you have any questions, if you have anything that you would like more specification on. If you would like any elaboration on anything, that is exactly where you can find me. But again, thank you so much for being here with me. And thank you so much for being a part of this. And I will be posting the recording of this on the podcast and on YouTube. And thank you so much again for your time and for growing with me. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and rest of your week. And I look forward to streaming again with you next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. 